Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Love them every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro. Not down on you at all. You are. I don't understand, honestly. You Rick climbs the rankings. <laughs> am, am I in the and, cellar now? And there it is. I'm back, baby. I'm not going to sit behind Dan and Dave, my co-host. Speaking of which, Dave Rothenberg. I haven't watched porn in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Our amazing producers... Fearless leader, glue of the show, RJ Santillo. Oh, the Jets, they, they should be playing soon. <laughs> a game in September, coming real Easy. quick. Yeah, let's take shots of the Jets because you're nervous about the Niners. That's nice, real mature. How about the very handsome, very single, by the way, ladies, Raymond Santiago? He'd literally try to shove it oh. down your throat. Wouldn't be the first time. Big shout out to the company. Thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Maybe Vuvicek. Oh, give him a break, would you please? The guy was calling from New Mexico. It was very early. Uh, call us what you want. Don't ever call us, ladies. You can hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Number to call, 1-800-919-3776. Sucks to be you, RJ. Sucks to be you, RJ. We got an unbelievable show planned for you today. What do you want to do in the, in I know, the final Be hour. fun. Yeah, that's all I ask. Just be fun. Uh, Knicks with a good test at home tonight versus the defending champs. Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL only days away from the conference championship games. We'll get you ready for those. RJ, very nervous. I have an interesting jet stat that I'm not going to lie makes me a little bit nervous. Hopefully, Dave, you can talk me off this one, but I don't love it. we got stuff you missed at 915. Everyone's favorite station ID. Big part of the show. That's coming at 8. Always on Thursday at 745. We have no observations. It did happen in Florida. But before we get to any of that, let's finally answer the question, or at least try on everyone's mind. Is Dave a little touched? The dictionary defines touched as slightly insane, crazy. La 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 la. That's not a great start. God! He's not responsible for this. I think this just enables you to act like a psychopath. But I am a psychopath. Oh, and there we go. That's kind of an admission, no? There goes Ryan Delmore. Bye-bye! And there it is. There it is. I think we've answered the question. Here he is. I say slightly. Slightly touched. David Hugh Rothenberg. Well, thank you, and that was a lovely open. Well done by you. I know there were concerns from some people that it wasn't going to be a very good open, but you you knocked it right out of the park, so good for you. Congratulations. I took a page out of your book is what I did. I went I went Stump Wednesday is what I did. I, I approached the open like you approached yesterday. 
trying to undersell it a little bit, and you knocked it out of the park. Right out of the park. Well, you knocked it right out of the park, and, and here we are, a Thursday morning. It, today's rainy, by the way. Very rainy uh, Thank day. you for that weather update. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, yeah. you know me. I'm, I'm big into the weather, and that has been here for quite some time, and it's a, it's a rainy day. Ah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I you're mean, very I've welcome. Already, already so been dri- through it, but thanks. Drive, drive safely and, you know, make sure that you're not, not heavy on the gas and be safe. That's all I can say today on this Thursday. I, I love when I can tell you care. It makes me, it makes me feel good. I, I, I do care. Uh, there's a lot to do today. Nick's big litmus test game tonight, I think. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. Nice test. Yeah, very nice test. Nuggets, very, very good team, defending NBA champions, maybe best player in the entire world. They come to the Garden tonight. Should be a buzz at the Garden. Um, so we have, the, we have the Knicks, certainly. We have some NFL. There's, uh, boy, this AFC, this, this is really going to be a problem because now you add Jim Harbaugh to a team that has, has massively underachieved, and he's their new head coach there. We have observations. We have Did It Happen in Florida at 7.45 or thereabouts. We have the Superbox Bonanza 5 giveaway. And, of course, your creativity with the number. So we'll get into that not once but twice. We've got Stuff You Missed, which is gorgeous, at 9.15. And, of course, we've got three stars at, like, 9.53. And for those keeping score at home, we have a big meeting after the show with high Level management on the call. Yeah, big time meeting. Big time meeting. Yeah, there'll be no, I can't fart in this one. No. 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 I got to behave myself in this one. You should have heard me making conversation. The guys, what is it like? No, you got to be at the top of your game. And I think you will be. I'm going to be buttoned up. I'm going to wear a tie. You're not going to wear a tie. And there's no reason to wear a tie. I'm going to wear a tie. No. There's no reason. And a sport coat? I'm going to be that. No, just I'll wear it. Yeah, maybe I'll wear a sport coat, so, too. I'll be a professional. Arjun, could you see him just showing up to the meeting with only a tie? Like, no shirt, no pants, boxers, and a tie? I could absolutely see that. I think the important thing for the meeting today, we have to stay connected. Like, you hear, like, defensive lines, rush is one. That has to be us. We have to stay in our lanes. If somebody gets out of, out of order and tries to the win the— rush. <laughs> yeah, we have to rush is one. If somebody gets out of line and tries to win the meeting— a lot like what Rick did at, in John's office, I, I think it could get real sketchy. But here's the thing. You, and, and well done by you, you really, you covered the names so that you wouldn't place blame on anybody. You were directing that at Rick. Rick is the one that tries to win the meetings. Nobody else tries to win the meetings. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing, though. I think he usually does because I, I'm, I'm guilty of laughing at it, which is... Because of myself, okay? He, he is himself. However, I think this is... You know, because they say just do what you do, have fun, play your game regardless of the stage, right? We're going to test that today. Today's a bigger stage. Today's probably the biggest stage we've been on since we've been a show. Yeah. Things could be decided today. We don't know. Yeah. So, I I mean, are you worried, RJ, honestly? I'm not worried as long as we, we play our game, but we do have to put a little bit of a governor on it, I think. We can't we, come out, you know, five wide throwing the ball and go three and out. But if that's what we do, that's what we do, no? What if we go three and out, though? We punt? What if Rick's out there just a tie and <laughs> nude from, from the rest? Yeah, I don't, I don't have all the answers, to be honest yeah, with you. I'll tell you what the answer is, boys. I'll tell you what the answer is. Is we got to be ourselves. we got to be the show. He likes the show. He listens to the show. This is a test, is what this is. He's testing us. So ha. you think he... What a he, loser you are, you bleep. He anticipates he, us. 
<laughs> Stop it, Ray. You think he anticipates us being loosey-goosey. And if we show up buttoned up, we lose the meeting. We'll lose the meeting. Mm-hmm. We don't need to, I don't think we need to overthink this one. we got to show up as ourselves. Yep. Be the show. I think so. I like it. I think we have to st- – we can't go crazy, right? We can't, we can't be going for it on 4th and 11, but we can be ourselves. That's and I think it. that's what we'll do. Yep. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. All right. Now we've got that all squared It's a nice away. game plan we just put together very quickly. I, like I, think, it. I think so as well. Um, all right, so 1-800-919-3776. So a lot for us to do today. Knicks tonight, of course. Uh, Harbaugh, the new head coach. I got to tell you, this, uh, the AFC, and I know we talk about it all the time, it's daunting. And by standing still, which, the, you know, at this point the Jets have done because everyone has pretty much stood still, at this point you, you're, you're going to need to make, like the Jets need to have a big offseason. You can't stand Pat. You need to make real legitimate moves. Yeah, real legitimate moves. I do. Wait till you hear. I'm not going to tell you now. I'll save it. I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease you with it. What I heard. What I heard. Uh, Mike Florio say yesterday. Oh, oh, terrifying. Really terrifying. You're you're upset by this. Terrified because you've been and and I listen. You don't really have another another way to go. You've been very bullish and optimistic with the Jets because I think and you correct me if I'm wrong. Your mindset is what other choice do I have? Right, I've been in the doldrums and in somewhat embarrassing for a very long time. I've gone out and I've I've gotten the best quarterback maybe the franchise has ever had. I have no choice but to be bullish. Right? Isn't that kind of the the way you've attacked this so far? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the only way to attack this. Well, I guess it's not the only way because we've taken plenty of phone calls of people that are upset with Aaron Rodgers and feel like you know they should blow this whole thing up. Which I just think is crazy. You haven't well, seen it. It's, You've it's seen stupid. four plays of it. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a stupid take. Listen, I think you could be upset with Aaron Rodgers the way he's acted off the field, but not what, what, if, where do you go if you blow this thing up? That's, that was the question I would always ask. Like, where right. to where? Who's the quarterback? Just draft one. Okay, so now how close are we to winning a championship? What puts us closer? It's got, I mean, those people, if that's your take, they have no faith that when Aaron comes back and whatever Joe Douglas does this offseason is going to get us where we want to go because why would you blow it up you wouldn't blow it up you'd be moronic to blow it up and and if you're joe douglas and you're robin sala you're probably going to be out of out of jobs if you blow it up well right well i mean if this doesn't work they're going to be out of jobs anyway and then right. the other, and the other new the other new take that i've seen a bunch now is you know look what green bay's done with the quarterback position you know jordan love sat a couple years under aaron Rodgers. isn't this shouldn't this be the time the jets draft the quarterback to sit him behind aaron Rodgers? No, they're not. They're not going to use the tenth pick to draft a nor, quarterback. Nor, sh- nor should they. Listen, I, I think you go all in on where you are now. All, all in. If it means you have to listen, if it means you have to kick money down the road, if it means you have to, well, you're going to have to. They're going. They're going to have to. Right. To, to so create some. Y- here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. You, you're going to put yourself, and just understand that this is the way it's going to be. You're going to put yourself in a position where two, three years down the road, it's it's going to be New Orleans Saints-like. That's the truth. You, because you are so all in to win or try to win right now at this very moment that if it means you have to overpay for a T. Higgins or you have to give up too much for a Devontae Adams or you have to give up you know, too much money for Mike Evans or you have to do something to bring in not one but two tackles, you need to do it because time is not on your side right now. 
no, time is not on your side, and this is uh, call it call it what it is. I mean, this is this is it for Joe Douglas and, and Robert Sala. If they can't make this work, then the whole thing is going to be blown up, and they're all be looking. They're all going to be looking for new jobs. So, I mean, you make a great point. If it's me, if it's you, and we recognize that this is it, I don't care what's going to happen three years down the road, two years down the road. I want to know like it has to happen now, and then when it does work, hopefully, and we still have jobs, we can figure that out later. Because the goal the entire time when you went all in with Aaron Aaron Rodgers, what this it wasn't a five year plan anymore. It was a as long as Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. Yeah, hopefully it's it's at least two years, maybe three years, whatever it is. You end up burning a year. I think the I think the most frustrating part. Well, maybe frustrating is not the word I want to use, but I think that the the part of this that I think really upsets Jets fans the most is not just that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But all the things that you did when when you brought in Aaron Rodgers didn't work. Like the players that he wanted that you brought in. I think that's why there's kind of some animosity towards Aaron Rodgers. Like right. you've heard people say, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is holding them hostage. Because the guys he wanted, Billy Turner, Alan Lazard, who will still be here. Um, but you name the player, Randall Cobb. They haven't worked. They didn't work. So that pisses people off. Right, but did they not work because they didn't work? Or did they not work because the piece that you needed to be in place to kind of run the whole thing was just not available? Right. Well, I think that's, I think that's, that's how I feel. But You, I think bet, a lot you of, better hope it's that way. Right, but I think a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their mind around the fact that that's, that's really the case, that Aaron Rodgers is, because we're not used to having quarterbacks like that, can make the offensive line that much better and Alan Lazard that much better. I mean, he's 40 years old coming off a, an Achilles. Like, this isn't Aaron Rodgers... In his prime, hopefully, hopefully it is the case. Hopefully, because he is the offense, and you've heard Garrett Wilson talk about him and everything else the way he does, that he can make all those things better. But even Aaron Rodgers, healthy, I don't think was going to make this offensive line that much better because this offensive line stunk. So that's something that Joe Douglas is going to have to fix. I think the question I would ask you and Jets fans in general, I think you've asked me this before: Do, mm-hmm. do you trust Joe Douglas to do it? I don't know. I mean, it's, and that's not me like, you know, he doesn't want to give an answer. I, I don't know. I mean, Joe Douglas is weird because Joe Douglas has made moves that you look at like, my God, what a, what a move. Like the Jamal Adams trade goes unbelievable. Down. Like what are the, what are the great, and I'm not even, this is not hyperbole, one of the great trades I've ever seen. Like you got two ones for, I think it's fair to say, an overrated safety is an absolute steal. Garrett Wilson Wonderful pick. Sauce Gardner, sensational pick. Running it back with 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 Brown and, and Becton, real questionable decisions. Bringing Zach Wilson back, what are you doing head-scratching? So, I don't know. Like, there's great GM in there, and there's, I don't know, kind of GM in there. I'm, I'm really at a crossroads. I think, I think the entire, and that's what leads me to have some... Anxiety. If I were a Jets fan, there's this is a real crossroads, and honestly, I'm uncertain whether this is great or whether this thing entirely falls apart. Well, this is it. I mean, this is the chance because I think I, I think that just in general, there are there are GMs that are good at certain things, and I mean, you mentioned it, like Joe's ability to make deals. I mean, that that deal for Jamal Adams. Oh my God! I mean, those are that's a that's a great deal. As far as the offensive line is concerned, after we come back from break, I'll give you a couple stats that I was talking about in the open that concern me. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, that's still a big concern. And then on top of that, I would say 
I would say because of all the things that you mentioned, some of the, I mean, the draft picks that we're talking about, Sauce, and we're talking about uh, Jermaine Johnson and what he's turned himself into, um, I give him a little bit of a pass. No, I don't want to say a pass, but cut him a little slack because I do think he's a good GM. So as far as your Zach Wilson decision is concerned, I don't know if that was all Joe Douglas. So I don't know about that completely or, or blaming him for that one completely. But I think the other thing is when you look at the coaches this offseason that were available, I think myself included, like was there a chance? Was there a chance to upgrade? Because if God forbid this doesn't work, like you mentioned, and Douglas is out, and now you know Sal is out, and you're looking for a new head coach, you're not going to have the same kind of coaches available that were available this off season. You're certainly not, because Harbaugh has, has a landing spot. Belichick's probably not far behind. Vrabel as well. Ben Johnson. I mean, these are coaches you'd love to have. Any of them, you're going to get none of them. So this coming off season and next year for the Jets, it is. As big an off-season and a regular season as we've seen from any team in a very, very long time. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. This comes from Patrick DeRosa. Dave, I started listening to the show full-time this summer, and it quickly became a crucial part of my daily routine. However, I hate you. Your insane behavior initially comes off as charming and funny and cute, but quickly wears off to show the true level that your dysfunction actually happens to be at. You like to gloat about how you're so much smarter than the rest of the show, but clearly you're an idiot and you're the dumbest of the four of them. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I hate you. Best. Best. Patrick DeRosa. (laughs) (laughs) On 98.7. 
All right, DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN, the big 7 o'clock hour. Well within this hour, no observations, and did it happen in Florida? Uh, I have received a another email. I'm not going to read it right now. I think you're going to love it. Well, I can't wait. So, to pay off when Dave said Jim Harbaugh will leave the nice. NFL, leave for the NFL, and be the Chargers head coach, that was on November 3rd. November 3rd. November 3rd. And that was before that was the common thought around NFL circles. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it wouldn't have been a hot take had I said it November 3rd and everyone was, was believing of that. No, that's what right. makes it a hot take. That's right. what makes you special. So really. I think that's two in a row I've hit now. Um, I, had the, I had the Eagles not winning a playoff game. Yeah, that's right. And now I have this. Uh, and you also had the Jalen Warren. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of right, the Jalen Warren one. What was the Jalen Warren one? Uh, we'll replace Najee Harris as the uh, lead back. Uh, yeah, it's kind of split. Uh, it's not they, bad. They kind of kind of wasn't com- it wasn't completely or... wasn't completely wrong. It's the, it, you don't look at that and say, "Boy, what a stupid take that was." No, Paris Campbell. I don't Campbell, know. That you look at it and you say that's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, Paris Campbell take. Ich. It, there are going to be some that are yich. Yeah, that was tough. That one. Jim Harbaugh was great, but why do we focus on the yich? Why can't we focus on some of the great takes? I mean, back back when they were like eight and one, I said the the Eagles will not win a playoff game this year. Uh, you, you stood by that. You said that quite a bit. Yeah, and Raymond was right there with me. He was he was the Louise to my Thelma. Uh, he did not believe in the Eagles either, no. Yeah. All right, so here's the question that RJ posed. You ready? Uh, yeah, it's going to make me mad. I don't know if it'll make you mad or it'll upset you. It's not It's not, it's not going to make me happy. It's not going to make you happy. Okay, yeah, I'm okay? ready. We're, we're going to play a, a game right now. We're going uh, to um, run a little experiment right now. Great. Your head coach of your New York Jets is who? Robert Sala. Okay, you ready? He yep. he's be, in in the landscape of the AFC. How many coaches would you rather have than Robert Sala? Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. We start in the AFC East. Sean McDermott. Yes. Am I allowed to give the pregame speeches though? Uh, yes. Okay, let's you, keep yes. away from. I think you, you want to avoid nine nine comparisons to nine eleven at all costs. Yes. Yeah. Um. Mike McDaniel. Yes. Gerard Mayo? No. Okay. So now you you got one in the bank. John Harbaugh? No. No? Okay. Uh, Kevin Stefanski? No. Just the whole AFC. You, uh, I would take the whole Mike AFC. Mike Tomlin more. and Zach Taylor. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, no, D'Amico, no, no, no. D'Amico Ryans? Uh, no. No. Doug Peterson? Uh, I don't know. Doug Peterson, they, they, they had a weird year. They had a bad year. They had a bad year. I don't know. You, you want so to go no. Peterson? Uh, no, I'm going to say no. Guy, guy won a Super Bowl. I know he won a Super Bowl, but what? I mean, how, how are we just going to explain away what happened in Jacksonville? Well, we're not. We're, you're not, but that could be the one-off, no? I mean, he was in the playoffs well, the year before and won a playoff game. Uh, what have you done for me recently? Uh, what, what has Salah done for you recently? Uh, not much. All right, so you're going to take uh, Salah over Doug Peterson. The combination of Salah. I'll take the combination of Salah with Rodgers, but that's probably not the right answer. Um, Shane Steichen. I take Steichen. Uh, and Titans don't even have a coach at the moment, do nope. they? Did they hire uh, Callahan? Yeah, yeah, yeah they signed Callahan. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do no. that. So I'll give you that. It's two. Uh, Andy Reid? <sighs> Stupid question, yeah. <laughs> Antonio Pierce? Uh, ooh. Ooh. I don't know, man. That's a tough one to say. I mean, the team plays hard for him. He hasn't done, he hasn't done anything yet. Right. Hasn't been in a big game yet, right? I'll say no. Okay. Um, Sean Payton? 
Uh, yeah, Sean Payton and Harbaugh. So, so there's two. Uh, definitively, Three. Mayo, there's... Callahan, and Peterson, and probably Antonio Pierce. And Pierce, so four. Yeah, Peterson. I mean, I'm listen. I'm reaching. I understand. I'm reaching with the Peterson thing. So, so we'll say three. So probably three. Yeah. All right. So of the sixteen teams, you look at it right now and you say we have the fourth worst coach in the entire conference. Yes. And the thing I think that would get me nuts about this is you could remedy it. Yeah, I understand you could remedy it. Uh, remedy it, but you're also. I mean, it's more now. It's the combination of Sala with with Aaron Rodgers. Like that's, I mean, that's, that's what you're hoping is right. that, because you don't know. I mean, it, listen, do I think he's a good head coach? No, I don't think he's a good head coach. But I mean, it's it's also tough, in fairness to him, with how well the defense is played, which is his specialty, right? The defensive side of the ball is his specialty. Not knowing really how to fix the offense, I think being forced to fight, fire Mike Lafleur and you bring in Nathaniel Hackett, I don't think anyone thinks is very good without Aaron Rodgers anyway. And you only had him for four plays, and then the rest of your quarterbacks. Stinks. Zach Wilson's not good. He's not. The quarterback play from the Jets has been the worst in the NFL. Right. So I don't really know if he's a good coach or not. Right now, I would. I mean, I clearly lean he's not a good head coach. So we'll see. We'll see. That, I mean, that, that's the best you can offer right now is we'll, we'll see, and I hope for the best, right? Because there's no track record to show that he's good. No, there's no track exist. record. No, I mean, that, what makes you a little bit nervous and I don't know if this is more about C.J. Stroud or Robert Sala, is that you watched Houston do the exact thing you tried in work. Exactly the, same, exactly the same thing you did. Yeah. Defensive coach, rookie coach, rookie quarterback, second pick of the draft, and look how good it worked out for them. They won the division and a playoff game. Right. And if you're buying stock in NFL teams right now, you would buy big, big, big into them. Big time. Um the thing that, that I'd refute, and we'll get to the calls in a second, 800-919-3776. And again, it's just for discussion, not like attacking you, but you say, well, you haven't seen Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but but you could see, you know, Mike Vrabel and Aaron Rodgers. Like, you, you could see Ben Johnson and Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's other guys that you could bring in to work with Aaron Rodgers who would probably be probably better. Yeah, right, but I'm trying to make Aaron Rodgers as comfortable as possible because that's really my only hope. And if he tells me that he can get the job done with Robert Sala... And because he wants to keep Nathaniel Hackett in that system, then, I mean, what am I going to do? So what happens if the Jets have a bad year? Do you, do you uh, how just, bad? I mean, if the Jets are 7-10, and 10, do you just, like, the, you're banking everything on this working. If this doesn't work, what do you do? Like, you, as, as the Jets fan, what do you, you just punt on the organization? You just give up? Like, it's, it's, there's nothing left then if you have a bad season this year. No, you do what every fan, you know, what every fan does. I mean, you'll be pissed. You hope they'll blow it up, and when they do, you'll get excited about whoever they hire next. Because what else are you supposed to do, I guess, right? What else are you supposed to do? I mean, I yeah. would say I would probably say, though, like we were talking about how how the Chicago Bears job, like under the under the circumstances now with the first overall pick and just what they have in draft equity would be, a, I mean, this would be the most attractive it would ever be. I don't think that it, you know, as far as established NFL coaches that have had success in the past, I don't. I don't think the New York Jets are a real attractive job for a lot of people, which I think is why we, you know, we always hire, for the most part, guys that haven't been head coaches, like they're willing to take this job. You could probably make the argument with Aaron Rodgers for the next couple of years, it would be as attractive as as it it's ever been, as it ever. I mean, yeah. 
Because you have a real chance with that defense. That's a good defense. That's a really good defense. That's a good defense. You got some real nice offensive weapons, offensive lines. Things. See, that's the other thing that concerns me, and that was the thing I, I kind of teased in the open. And I know you've said this a bunch of times. Do you trust Joe Douglas to, to fix the offensive line? Well, he hasn't. Well, right. So I saw this from Rich Samini. So this is, this is the Jets' O-line rankings under Joe Douglas. This is since 2020. Sacks, 29th. Pass block win rate, 26th. Yards per rush, 20th. Run block win rate, 32nd. That's not fixed. That's not getting fixed. That's and not getting that, closer that, to being when fixed. When does that stem from? Since Joe Douglas has taken over. Wow. It was bad. Since, that, that's since 2020. It's not good. It, no, it's bad. not, I mean. And that was his calling card, right? He said, like, I'm going to come in here and fix the offensive line. I, I was an offensive lineman. We This will get fixed. Right. He told Sam Darnold's parents, I'm going to protect your son. It's amazing to me that neither New York team has had a decent offensive line in years. Years! Well, especially with the attention that they paid to it. I mean, the Giants spent the fourth pick. They spent the seventh pick. They've signed free agents. They used a second-round pick. The Jets have signed big-time free agents. They've traded up in the first round. They used a high first-round pick, and both stink! Both stink. It's, it's, It's actually kind of remarkable. Uh, it'd be like, yeah, I mean, if you tried to have a bad offensive line. Like, they're trying to fix it. They're using tons of investment to fix it, and they can't. No, they haven't been able to fix it. It's it's really wild. Let's go to Sean and Islip. Say good morning. Hey, Sean, you're on 98.7. Hey, morning, fellas. What's going on, Dave? What's going on, Rick? What's up, man? Uh, nothing much, man. Just welcome to the news about Harbaugh this morning. You know, that's... Uh... That's a really good move by the Chargers. You know, we all know what it brings to the table as far as a winning uh, commodity. But I just wanted to ask you guys a question. You know, given the success of the NFC North, you know, they had three teams in the playoffs this year. The Bengals missed by maybe a game or two. Uh, is this is the West now a formidable force for best division in the AFC with this move by the Chargers? Or is that still the North? I'd say the North. That's still the AFC North. I mean, the, for me. the North has right now, thanks for the call, Sean, the best team in Baltimore. Cleveland was a playoff team who's going to get their starting quarterback back. Pittsburgh, playoff team. And Cincinnati, you could argue, is a top three team in the in the conference. I don't even think it's close. I don't think there's any, any division close to the AFC North right now. No, I mean, you're talking about Cincinnati getting back one of the best players in football. And they still were above 500 this season. Right. So, yeah, listen, I, mean, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to have a real positive effect on, on the Chargers. You don't really know what the Raiders are yet. How many bad teams are in the AFC? Just you look at like, oh, that's a bad, bad teams. Bad, that's a ooh, that's a bad team. Oh, that you say that ooh, that's a bad team. Yeah, like you, like I just I mentioned them. You're like, ooh, that's a bad team. Well, I don't think there's. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the Patriots. I know his defense was good. I don't know what Gerard right. Mayo is, but, but they're not a good team, right? No, and they're going to yeah, have a, they're gonna have a rookie team. quarterback. All right, so you say they're a bad team. Tennessee's going to be. Yeah, I mean they're rebuilding. Is that it? Yeah, I mean. I'll be interested to see what happens in Denver with the quarterback spot, but I think there's. I mean, I don't say, "Ooh, that's a bad team." Right. Vegas has got tons of talent. They got to figure out what they're doing at the quarterback spot. They play hard for. Uh, listen, Max Crosby is. He is great, dude. I mean, he's great. He plays his butt off every single play. Every he, the guy never single misses a play. play. It's unbelievable. Never misses a play. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to Dave in the car. Let's say good morning, Dave. You're on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, great topic with the AFC. <clears throat> I, and I'm going to throw this question out there to you guys. 
I'm trying to see the upside to the Jets. In, uh, in the AFC, where everyone has a healthy quarterback and their superior coaching. I look at the Jets, I see a 40-something-year-old quarterback tail end of his career, coming off an Achilles, um, who only played four downs last year. I see a system that only he can operate. They, have, they don't have a backup yet. And then the thing is, the success he had with Hackett, how many years ago was that? How, how was the NFL back when there was success with Hackett in that conference, uh, that division that the Packers were in? Because since that time, Hackett has done nothing successful in the NFL. So I ask you, what is the upside of the Jets? I don't see it. I don't see a team that has no, a shot. What, what, how can you really say going deep no in the playoffs? I mean, it's only Aaron Rodgers is what two years removed. Is it two years removed from winning back to back MVPs? Yes. Two years being down. Let me ask you a question, DiPietro. If you missed at that age, because I remember you talked about how you tried to come back from injuries and then you ended up leaving hockey. Yeah, well, but don't you knew? But you don't use. Bottles. Yeah, but I'm not a good example. I, I didn't have. I didn't have okay, something. So give me a good, I, I didn't have something a better that example could, then. Well, I didn't have something that could get fixed. Better, the problem with my injury is it couldn't oh. get fixed. So it just it never. I was never able to come back. I mean, you give me an example. How about Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning missed a year, had a serious, serious neck injury, came back and was absolutely unbelievable with Denver. Threw for, what, 55 touchdowns? That that would be the golden example of what you're looking for, right? Yeah, okay. well, I mean, you're, but, you're also, but you're also discounting what the defense is, too. Uh, you can't, you can't they, discount what the defense is. They have, a, they have a great defense. I think if they can get the right plays in for Brees Hall and, and open up the offense, things can get better. But it's like, it's just I hate the fact that it's really based based on one superstar player and Rodgers who got an injury but no one saw coming. That's the piece right there to me. That's that's the weakest link. Well, I understand. We'll Thanks see. for the call, Dave. A couple of things. Hey, how could you see it coming? And and every team is reliant. I mean, you don't think that the Chiefs are reliant on on Patrick Mahomes or the Ravens are reliant on Lamar Jackson? I mean, if you take any elite quarterback off of their team, they're not going very far. They're not. Yeah, well, I think the, the issue the issue for me and what you're going to run into, and if this happens, it doesn't matter anyway. Like, I mean, writing was on the wall. Yeah, we were pumped that they beat the Bills, but as far as winning the Super Bowl, that dream was dead. I think the I think the thing you worry about is, and you brought this up earlier, was the Robert Sala stuff. Like, teams that lose, like Cincinnati lost their starting quarterback, had a more than capable backup in Jake Browning, yep. and a good head coach, and, and they found a way. Games. Right, they found a way. Stefanski found a way. Like there's like so, yeah. I mean, do I think outside of the quarterback, you know, him coming back healthy? I know he's forty years old, but still, I think he's a. I mean, still at forty years old, a, a night and day from what you've been playing with. There's an opportunity to upgrade the coach, and you're not going to do it. So, it, I mean, you are. It, it is a risk, right? But he calls and he says, "How could you possibly see this upside? Is there downside? Sure." Is there upside? Could it work out? Is there hope? Absolutely there is. The defense is excellent. Brees Hall is a stud. Garrett Wilson is phenomenal. You'd hope you'd spend a lot of, of resources to fix this offensive line. And then you have Aaron Rodgers coming back. So I'm not going to guarantee anything, but I think it's a great story. I think it's great for us. And is there a chance that this thing works out well? Absolutely. All right, we'll break. We'll come back. More of your calls. We'll get into the Knicks. We've gotten observations. We've got DHIV. I've got the email. It's all happening on this Thursday morning on 98.7 ESPN.
All right, now listen up, please. Dave Rothenberg here to tell you about my friends at Bathfitter. They converted my kids' bathtub to a shower, did a phenomenal job. Customized just like we wanted. Only one installer in the home. Process was easy. There's no demo. There's no mess. And Bathfitter is a high-quality, permanent solution with a lifetime guarantee. That means forever. Three-plus million happy customers like me and my wife. And for a limited time, you get 0% interest. Or you can save $500 on a complete Bathfitter system. So here's what you do. You start designing your bath today like we did at bathfitterdesign.com. Because there's only one Bathfitter. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is observations. Oh, and away we go. And observations driven by Ramsey Mazda. Nice. Thank you, Ramsey. So we're going to get to Luca and the Bucks of Milwaukee. But first, first, I found this very relatable. I assume he's heard it by now. But I thought of Rick. So Jason Kelsey, over the weekend, we saw what he did in Buffalo. He met Taylor Swift for the first time. Had the wife... In the sweet Highmark Stadium, lovely Buffalo, New York. Where wouldn't you want to spend your time in January? So that's a big moment. So I assume like most of us, Jason got a little bit of a talking to ahead of time by his wife to make sure that he was on his best behavior in the suite, which he obviously, you know, ran right past those ground rules. Uh, So here's Jason on the New Heights podcast. She was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. This is hilarious. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep (laughs) at the bar. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I I could just build from that point on. Yeah, exactly. I thought of Rick because I imagine that cast probably gives him a, a similar pep talk before a lot of big outings. But uh, he, pretty much every outing. But he gets there, he sees the lights, and it's time to go. Yeah, that sounds exactly like the conversations we have before we go out. See, here's the thing, though. Who every walked, team party, probably. Who walked away the big winner from, from the weekend in the public Jason eye? Kelsey did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not in my eyes. I will tell you, though, RJ, and she's usually right. A lot of times she's not. Most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. But I do embarrass myself quite a bit, and she has to pick up the pieces. She did mention to me when I was dressed up uh, as a woman for Halloween, <laughs> you probably don't want to dance in those in those heels. Didn't listen, danced, and uh, almost broke my elbow. Oh no! Yeah, bunions? Uh, no, no bunions. No, I, oh. I slipped. I slipped on the dance floor when I was Go breaking ahead. it down, and I went. Were I you went wearing high hard. heels? Boots? I did, yeah, high heels. What are you wearing? High heel, high heel, knee high boots. Uh huh. 
You got to practice in those things. Were you a sexy woman? (laughs) I... I thought I was he sexy. Felt good about I thought, I, yeah, I thought I was sexier than I really was. I think. Uh-huh. Over here. <laughs> I wore a thong too, just to kind of make it you really sexy. Hammer home the statement. Yeah, and a real short skirt. Go hard uh-huh. or go home. I was asking for it that night. Did you get it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after my performance, my, uh, though, I I, I'm s- oh no, I did not get it. <laughs> no. Did not. You All didn't right, get the bye-bye. big payoff, huh? Oh. All right, bye bye. Oh my goodness. So news of the day: Jim Harbaugh. Back in the NFL, head coach of the L.A. Chargers, for just waking up. The Harbaugh family, as we know, is an interesting one. So John, coaching the Baltimore Ravens, of course, in the AFC Championship game on Sunday. First time Ravens have hosted for the right to go to the Super Bowl since 1971. So they weren't the Ravens then, they were the Colts. That's right. So John was asked... What he was doing in 1971. Yeah, you know where we were? We were in Iowa. My dad just took a job at the University of Iowa to coach his secondary. Yeah. That's when we lived in that little house on Tallrin Court. We didn't have a car half the time. Sometimes we had a car, sometimes we didn't. You know, so when we had a car, we got a ride to school. We didn't have a car, we were walking. That's when dad would say, who's got it better than us? We'd say everybody with a car, you know? (laughs) I find that relatable. That's that's very funny. That's great. Those guys, so they play next season. Baltimore the plays play the Ravens. Yeah, good. That'll be fun. How could that you would... not have a car? I, I imagine, car. The, yeah, the secondary coach at Iowa in the seventies probably not, you know, making too much. Well, cash. where would the car go though? Who would you sometimes? Better, better than us. Nobody. That's dead. Why would you sometimes have the car though? That's yeah, a good point. That's a great point. Maybe the mother needed it. Well, I mean, listen, there's people I know, they have a car, gets taken away, they get it back, it's taken away. I mean, that kind of thing happens every once in a while. Hmm. Got to stand your best behavior, I guess. Yeah, but even yeah. if the mother needed it, maybe, I mean, wouldn't she drive the kids to school? or was? I don't yeah, know. She, she's not willing to drop them off? Hmm. Maybe It not. was too early. Maybe it was too early. Maybe it was. She needed her rest. So for this, I need to bring in our compadre, Raymond Santiago. Dallas Cowboys, Ray. They're in an interesting place. So Misery. If you, yeah, if you've missed this. So are you familiar with, uh, not Our you, Ray, um, Lita Ramirez. She is the mother. That's C.D. Lamb's mom. Of C.D. Lamb. So after the Cowboys are bouncing the playoffs, this has been going for a while, but we're just picking up the full story now. She posts on, I believe, Facebook. Dak isn't it. Oh, I didn't know this. Hang on. So Let, let's let's slowly really unpack this story. Go ahead. Where have you been? You don't I, know this. You, you I, know how you know how I know who he's being honest because if that if if that were not true, he, he would not have been able to yeah. to contain himself. There's, there's no, there's no, no he's, chance. He's totally. What's this totally lady's name? Lita. Lita Ramirez. Okay. So Go ahead. and then some people start commenting, to which she responds. One of the responses was, "They need to get rid of his bleep. It's guys on the team that want a ring. They work too hard. He don't want to win a ring." So here comes Micah Parsons' brother. Oh, no. Terrence. TP. And that's not, not what they call him. So, and so he criticizes now Dan Quinn and said that Prescott needs to either take a team-friendly deal because he's got a huge cap hit. This is all season. on Facebook, by the way? Well, now, some is on Facebook, yeah, now some we're is ven- on Twitter. Okay, now we're venturing into other We're venturing other into acts now, right, yeah. yep. uh, A team-friendly deal or pack his bags. He also said the greatest crime being done to Micah is by his own organization and how they're using him. Oh, my God. So now here comes Micah Parsons. Oh, this is so good. 
does the mature thing, he's going to distance himself from the whole thing. So he says on X, as you know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. Love my team, my brothers on the team, the city of Dallas, more committed than ever to bring a championship to the greatest fan base on earth. That's nice, right? You think it ends Very there? Nice. You would think it ends there. Nope. It doesn't. So Dak's brother, Tad, he chimes in. <laughs> and what you would think he would say is, is what, Dave? Because you don't know the story. What do you think Tad, brother of Dak, says? Well, the way you're setting it up, I think he's going to double down. So he says, yep. Cowboy fans who continue to DM me, trust me, in all caps, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas... I would. This is so good. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to he and our family. But I'm done with the drama and the so-called fans. He loves this team and wants to bring it rings. And that's where it stands currently. Wow. So there's, first of all, the family members of the Cowboys players are just the greatest gift. And keep keep doing it. (laughs) And, and secondly, it feels like there's some dysfunction happening within this organization. Oh, just right just a just a oh, little bit. Oh, this I mean, is this, terrific. This is pretty much par for the course with the, with things that are happening right there. And and I mean, where where do I even begin with the, with the thing with C.D. Lamb's mother? And the the biggest problem with this whole thing is that the silence from the people aside from Michael Parsons, he's the grown up in the room. Go figure. He's the only one who actually came out and tried to put you know put a lid on this stuff. It's like, hey, this is not speaking for me. Uh, nothing came like you would think CD Lamb would who's kind of a quiet guy to begin with but he would come out and kind of say hey like that my mother's speaking out of turn she doesn't speak for me here uh, I don't feel this way but that silence is deafening well wouldn't, uh, you, the, wouldn't you think that it, being serious now mm-hmm. like CD Lamb would call his mom and be like mom shut up what are you doing I, you don't you don't do that like and Micah Parsons would call his brother the fact that they keep doing this is kind of concerning. well th- this is these are the first time that in their case, those things have kind of happened, so I'm willing to give them a benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe Micah and CD have called their mom and their brother respectively and told them to back off. I don't know that. I don't know that they have though. And like I said, uh, the fact that there's no statement from either of them kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, I I do follow Tad, and and Tad's very outspoken, and and he'll he, he obviously he's going to defend his brother. That's his brother. But uh, the other silence that bothers me a lot and it shouldn't is the the man who's putting his his face and his voice out there every single week and that's Jerry Jones which is the, the root of the problem with everything down there in Dallas that we talk about drama and uh get getting in front of the cameras and I said well it all starts with Jerry and he's the face of the team like it or not and when something like this happens you know, you you think it would be incumbent on the guy who who does a radio appearance at the very least every single week down there to come out and say, "Listen, this is the the I've spoken to the guys involved. This is not going to happen again. This is our quarterback. We're we're going forward with him. Deal with it." I, and, I fa- and the fact that he doesn't say that, yeah, but the fact that it happened, but Ray, the fact that they feel like the but, fact but that it happened the, is the problem. The, the problem, the, but the problem, the, you got to be careful though, because family members of players speak out on things oh, all the time. You, 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 no, listen, it, it's a problem. I'm not saying that it's not a problem. It is, but sometimes family members do do speak out about things. And listen, is there a possibility that it could be a result of those of those people venting to family, and this is leaking out? Sure, 
But that's not always the case. It, it could be yeah, right. Pe- but pe- pe- people are presuming. Okay, but it doesn't matter. But that's the it's point. still a bad look. Yeah, the people 100%. are presuming. Most people just assume that what I mean. She's saying this is because what she's heard from and, CD, and and that's one hundred percent right because it doesn't matter whether it's true or not that that's coming from CD or Micah or whoever. Now the perception is out there that it is, and you can't put that genie back in the bottle. So good luck dealing with that this offseason. It's great. And oh, it's by the way, just so everyone knows, I mean, C.D. Lamb was targeted 181 times, had 135 <laughs> catches and 1,750 yards. Records. He set cowboy records this year. What? And and that, that's, that, that's a whole other thing. Like, Doesn't making me matter. wonder. Like, you, you just saw like he was that something was clearly wrong with him coming into that playoff game. And now it like makes me wonder if that one has something to do with the other. Like, why was he off in that game? Could this could this be part of the reason? I don't know. And, and now I'm going to be left to wonder about this all off season until somebody speaks about it. So it's, it's great. A, a things great are, soap things, opera. Things are going great. Yeah, uh, and you know what? That's just the way Jerry loves it. I'm sorry I brought this up. Ray, Ray, no, I'm not. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, my, I've, I've never been more engaged in observations in, since Oh, there's started. a shock. <laughs> so, so I think we can all agree here. What is our least favorite building in all of New York? Empire State, Empire State oh, Building. Go. Here we go. Hang, hang on, hang on a moment, please. No, go ahead. If you'd allow me, yeah. and I'd like to dedicate this to the Lambs and the Parson family. You're listening to DPH and Rothenberg, ninety-eight seventy ESPN, WEPN FM, New York. So the Empire State Building has laid the groundwork for disappointment. They're getting out in front of it, as Raymond said. A tweet, public service announcement: We will be lighting the winners. Of the NFL Conference Championship this weekend. Reminder, the Eagles have been eliminated from the playoffs. So they know know what they did last year. Right, and it's disgusting. But they're doing it again. They knew all along. They knew. They don't don't care. You you know what it is? Money. I'm not defending them because I I told you I'll never step foot in that building again. Is they they look at themselves as like an an international icon that's not really like a New York staple. What's the name of the building? What's the name of the building? Ray, I I agree with you 100%. I think it is repulsive, but I'm telling you how they must look at things. If they looked at themselves as a New York-centric staple, there's no way they would ever light themselves up in in the green of the Eagles, ever. Not great. And yet, here we are. Well, they're a symbol for the nation is what they think they are. You agree with me, right? Yeah, they disgust me. Worse than the beam. (laughs) <laughs> I, never, I, I might, uh, I I might never, go visit the Bean. I'll never forget the year Rutgers went on that run. They got up sure to number would two. Love that. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I knew it. I, I said, <laughs> I think, you know what? There it is. And there, and there we go. <laughs> you're, 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 you are so predictable. It's really, it's, it's pathetic. Listen, but he, at least he's transparent. But he, he processes quickly. Oh, stop! When I yeah, said it, listen, I, was, I was like counting in my head, listen, like one, those, one thousand, two, two, like rushing a quarterback the, as a child playing th- touch those football. Those cat-like reflexes that you need to excel as as a goaltender, they're still very active in his mind. They're you still think, there. You think he would have been a better goalie with these cat-like oh, reflexes, no. right? Oh, no. Like you would assume that he would have uh, stopped some of the pucks thrown his way. Always, always too far. Wow. I'm going to bring this up in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what. You have a high-ranking official, so. Yeah, very high-ranking. You know what I was thinking about? I don't know how you guys feel about this. Right after the show, I was thinking about shaving down to just a mustache from the meeting. I'd love oh, to see that, it a mustache. You're being that guy now. Okay. What do you mean? See what you're doing. I'd love to see it. A mustache, a mustache, if you've only got a mustache. Uh, all right, so we promised it. Uh, Luka Doncic, I'll play it for you. Tim McMahon, back and forth. He 
had a fan ejected that told him to maybe think about hopping on a treadmill. And uh, here was post game. I'm not going to say what he said, but I knew you were going to be the first one to put out something like that. So I just saw it, man. It's just funny. He always seemed to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. First of all, 99% of the stuff I've written about you has been good. Oh, I don't know. I was sitting two rows behind us. All right. So it was the only thing he was that time he said something, the only thing. That was what you reacted to. Yeah, I was hearing the whole first half, right? Oh, you didn't hear anything. He was definitely hollering. Okay, there we go. Why did you ask for the fan to be ejected? Because he was cursing me the whole first half, too. Why didn't you ask for him to be ejected in the first half, then? Because I never would eject a fan. They pay for tickets, but I had enough, you know. It's a little bit of frustration. You turned your head and looked over at him after he said that. That's, I mean, that's what we saw. Yeah, that's fine. The the bad guy in the media, right? It's all right. Fairly portrayed in the media? No. Oh, come on. See, here's what happens, though. In my experience with getting heckled, like, you only really react is when what the person says is kind of a little bit true. Like, when it when it hits home. And that's been one of the biggest criticisms about Luka Doncic. Has it not? Yeah, of course it has. But not, he, does not, he does not keep himself in great shape. But, but, he, but he goes, I would never have a fan ejected. Well, he just did. Right. So what are you, what are you saying? Right. Like, there come are on. things People... you could say to me that wouldn't bother me, but I'm sure there's one thing that I'm mean, sure there's a couple that you could say that would probably hit me hard, and I'd be like, "Oh, that was tough." Yeah, but don't don't you have to just have a, a tough like exterior and just not react to this stuff? Yeah. Well, you have to. I mean, there's a PC that wants to react, and you can't because it's a no-win proposition for you. But I don't know. Hit the treadmill doesn't seem like unless it was something that that really bothered me because it was kind of tr- it was kind of true. Right. I mean, that's. I don't know. It's a bad. It's a bad look for him. I mean, listen. If the fan is going above and beyond and cursing and epithets and all that, I totally get it. And I think it's warranted. Hit the treadmill and get thrown out for that. Yeah. The only thing I don't like necessarily, and I understand it. Listen, you're at a sporting event. Is just when you bring, like, I'll bring Milo and, and Ella and Rocco will be at the game with me, and there's someone like a row or two behind me. That's yeah. Just, no, I agree with that. That's just but, dropping f bombs all over the place. But, but here's the thing: I think as a parent, you need to kind of really pick and choose when or how you're going to bring your kids to any of these games. I mean, it's a, it's a sad state of where we are as a society that you could go there and feel very uncomfortable. I mean, I wouldn't bring my kids to uh, a game in Philadelphia and sit like in the nosebleeds. I just I wouldn't do it. Well, I told you we went to. It was a Tampa game. It was the it was the Tampa game, uh, Islander game, and I told you the one Tampa fan like chirped, like chirped Milo. I was like, I was like, first of all, dummy, he actually likes Tampa too. Like, relax. He's eight. That's pathetic. It is odd. Um, also odd is uh, the way the Milwaukee Bucks were introduced last night. So they have a new head coach on the way, Doc Rivers, formerly of. Of our employment, he's gone now. I'm gonna miss him. Did he make an impact on you? On you yeah. in those uh, the what three four months? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed him greatly. You see what the, Mike? Uh, you see what Mike Breen said? I did not I, actually. Want to thank Doc for all the the weeks of <laughs> weeks of <laughs> well, service. All the weeks. Michael so it looks like it's gonna be uh, Doris and, and Breen. will be the that'll be the booth, right? Uh, yeah, Michael said yesterday that uh, Breen and Doc are actually very close. They like go on vacation together and stuff. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So, uh, there, there's no audio, but if you missed it, the Milwaukee Bucks, I'll, I'll retweet it. Um, it uh, Raymond has retweeted it also, but uh, we'll put on uh, at DR on ESPN. The way they were introduced last night, uh, joyful would not be the word. They come out, the entire team, 
starters, bench, reserves, everybody. And it is a dance in team form that can only seem to celebrate Griffin's dismissal, I I would think, if I'm putting one and one together, right? That's what it looked like. It's I mean, not it's, a great it's, look. It's a, it's a bad look. Like, uh, have a little bit of awareness, no? So I asked, I, I asked Dave before the show, does this reflect, are we getting to the point with Giannis where, listen, he's good enough where if he doesn't like a coach, he didn't like Coach Bud, out. You get Griffin in. Now Griffin's out. Here comes Doc. This is all in like, what, six months? Are we at the point where we're kind of starting to wonder about Giannis and... Listen, if you're gonna ha- if you're gonna wield that kind of power, there's kickback that comes with it. Yeah, well, I think that I mean, it's it's what every, especially in the NBA, in the NBA, when you get a certain level, I mean, it's what every player wants, right? As I'm saying, and he's at that decisions. level. Oh, he's well, he's absolutely at that, that level, level, right? I would say this though, RJ, the way that the team reacted, it he, seems like this is more than just he's not a, alone. A Giannis thing, yeah. But you 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 start to flow through coaches. I mean, the 31 13. Obviously, the team wasn't a fan. The, the defense they play has been critical, uh, but still, this this kind of has to work now. I mean, if you get rid of Doc at the end of the year, now <laughs> I don't know. It it seems that they're doing anything they can to keep him happy. You're looking to blame Giannis for this? No, I just you know what I'm getting at is you wonder how how happy he is behind the scenes there because they are pulling every level a lever that they can to win right now. Well, they're trying to to please him, and well, he just signed an extension, so well, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, you, you say that, but. We've seen it before. Extension, I mean, eventually, Rick has said it, right? Unhappy player, not good for the room. Giannis is obviously, transcends arguably anybody in the NBA, but still. Well, what happens, though, too, is at some point they're going to start blaming him, right? That's kind of where I'm getting to. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Our uh, our doors are open here in New York. We would love to have you, Giannis. You think Giannis would do play-by-play with Breen? Just switch? No, I don't want him to do play-by-play. Oh, okay. I want him to play for the Knicks. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no. Got it. Yeah, uh, interesting. Kendrick Perkins. He bounces it. He bounces it. <laughs> he bounces it. He bounces it. <laughs> I love that commercial. Dude, that guy gets that, that guy has made so much money off the Boban? court. Oh, my God. He bounces, he bounces it. He bounces it. He He's bounces got the it. goldfish commercials. He bounces he it. He bounces great. it. Um, contender in the East along with the Bucks are the Boston Celtics. Coach of that team is Joe Mazzulla. Joe Mazzulla. Is this one perk? Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is big perk. He He's not a fan, Rick, of Joe Mazzulla. Philosophy of we're going to get up more threes than you. You know, when they do and they hit him, he looks great. And then you have the other Joe Mazzulla who just stands over there and you wonder, like, if you take his brain out and you put it in the bird, the bird is going to start flying backwards. Okay, you got that Joe Mazzulla. You know why I say that? No. Because he doesn't get these guys easy looks. The 34 and 10. <laughs> Why would how, how does the bird flying backwards equate to he doesn't get the guy easy looks? Uh, he's saying that the guy's an idiot. Is what <laughs> oh, he's course, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Tim. They break it down for you. So, <laughs> I do these stories back to back for this reason. The they're, Cel- 30, they're thirty-four. And the 10. Celtics are thirty-four and ten. Yeah, the Bucks are thirty-one and thirteen. Those are the two best records in the NBA. Technically, the Bucks are tied with the Thunder and the T Wolves. And we're calling one coach not capable of leading the team anymore, and he's gone. And another coach, his brain is 
operates in such <laughs> a simple fashion, a bird. it would cause a bird to fly backwards. Yeah. I, maybe I just don't understand what good coaching is in the NBA. Or maybe Joe Mazzulla is that smart. He realizes flying backwards is more efficient. Right, very efficient. Maybe you wind up in Australia quicker if you fly backwards. <laughs> it's like going back in time. Right. Like going to the West Coast. Maybe, maybe he's invented the flux capacitor. <laughs> well, we're going. We yeah. don't need roads. Uh, I don't know. Uh, all right, so I've had uh, this What did you say, though? Hold on. It just wouldn't you say, though, oh, you, got, you got steamrolled no, big okay. time there. No, no, because no, I was going to no, say big, before you finish the story. I mean, of the of the four major sports, I mean, the NBA is one where you could probably, because of the talent, win in spite of a bad coach. Who right? are they? like you can? I mean, but if you're going to try to win a championship, that's when clear. I mean, that's when coaching really starts to matter. Who are the good coaches? I suppose a good coach. I suppose a great coach. Tibbs is a great coach. Um, Jacques Vaughn not a great coach. Not a great coach. I mean, I think Nick. I think Nick Nurse is a good coach. Interesting though that I, I read something that. The Bucks had a chance at him, and the word from the room, no one in particular, was, no, thank you. Steve Kerr is a good coach. Yep. Steve Kerr is a good coach. Pop. Oh, did um, you see? By the way, RJ, did you see? Did you see Wemby and uh, Chet Holmgren going at going each other? Going at it. It was a good oh. game last night. Awesome. Actually, uh, Mike Malone, I think, is a good coach. Yeah, Mike Malone's a good coach. That's going to be that's that's the next phase of of the NBA. Yes. Wemby versus Holmgren. Yep. That is that's that's the group. Um, been hanging on to this for a couple of days. So, uh, Mike Tannenbaum was on with the K Show. That rat. Oh no! And they made their picks for the pickleball match. Two of you versus Amani and Anita. Well, Dave's not an athlete. Obviously, Rick is a great right. athlete. <laughs> Uh, I like Amani and Anita. Well, but Anita's a much better athlete than Dave. And, and, and if you call Amani and Rick a scratch. No, Rick is younger than Amani. Yeah, I can't pick do, against CPHO, Mike. I just can't. I think Anita and Tumor is uh, the way to go. So that's two Amanis and Anitas versus one Great. Dave and Rick. So, so, you know, whatever. They're a bunch of hacks. Right. I, mean, I can't wait till Peter gets pink eye because I wipe his glasses all over my butt crack. Right in your butt. How about that? That's interesting. Here's what I would suggest for that show. Stop talking about me. Do you, have, do you have nothing better to talk about? Than they me? have it's no respect. Con- they have no respect. Con- for you. No, I get it, and, and I don't have much for them either. Ugh. What? What do you mean? Ugh. Hey, I, listen, you know what's hurtful about this whole thing is, is that every single time something is brought up, my best friend always has my back. You and Don, I mean, you were supposed to be tight. Whatever. I don't need to talk about them. They're irrelevant to me. Wow. What? I feel, feel like right this, from you the feel open. like there's some hurt feelings. It feels like to me well, there's some you, you hurt know feelings. What? I, mean, I mean, Dave's not much of an athlete. I'm a better athlete than Michael. And Michael's an old man. How dare you? Don't make this up. He's going to be like 65 years old. Michael next was the week. only he's guy. He's old. The, AARP is sending him emails consistently. Michael was the only one that picked us, you animal. I'm very care. old man. He picked us because of you, you jackwagon. But we're a team, though. Doesn't matter. But I'm such an old, decrepit man. Yeah, he'll tell you he's an old man. Old, stupid, done man. Whatever. You should be mad at Don. That's who you should be mad at. That's I'll supposed t- to be I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay? They think they're so wonderful. They can pick any of the two of them, whatever combination they'd like, any of the two of them to go up against us, and I, I, I would bet my life that we win. Now I like Now I like what you're doing. Okay? Now I like what so you're doing. so cocky and confident. My life that we would win. I love it. All right? And Peter can wear his ladies' glasses while we play. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't care. No. So this is timely. Rick Carlisle, another good coach. Uh, yeah. Not, uh, he's a good coach. Yeah, I mean, they need to 
they bring in Siakam. They need to be better. But yeah. So it's actually from uh, Radiant Hen a while back. Had this in reserve for a little while, but it seems timely today. Dave, what kind of party did you mention earlier? Uh, key party? That's right. Mm-hmm. So it may shock you to know that... I've never been to a key party. Yeah. I, I don't surprise, believe you sure. You're not allowed back now anyway. What do you mean? Well, because you cheated the system. Yeah. You, you clearly knew which keys were going into the... I'm defeats the party. entire purpose. Well, I'm just saying, if, if you're going to a key party and you're not doing some advanced scouting, then you're then you're missing a golden Okay, this is there's advanced scouting, and then there's rigging the system. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's advanced so scouting. So I don't want to wind up in a bedroom with a woman that looks like like my brother, okay? It's the risk that you run. Yeah, that's... that's well, I don't, you know what? I want to count cards. Hang I want, on, Key. I I'm singing. advantage. There, I'll go to a better key party then where your brother is not in attendance. There's, there's <laughs> advanced call. scouting. Good and call. Then, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're Belichick sitting, sitting in on the practices. You know who you are. You're Michigan. That's what you're doing. You're yeah, you're Stallions. I think That's you have are. to be. I, at a key party, I think you have to be willing By the to, way, to sacrifice everything. Great name for a key party, too, Connor Stallions. <laughs> Stallions would do well. Real well. He would do well. So, uh, it, it may surprise you to know that... Yeah, he's stallions. Yeah, that's right. That <laughs> that's what he is. There's a, a prison in a place. They have key parties? They were having key parties. And it may further shock you to find out that the people involved with the key parties were not just prisoners. Oh, the guards, the guards. were partaking. Uh, okay. Ten different guards would be involved with regular key parties... Of which they would pass out to the involved parties, the the prisoners, the bracelets by color, and that's how they would pair off, or whatever the number would be involved, uh, you know, in the act. And later in the day, they'd carve out some time in the offices to not bring them to where they were supposed to go. They would take some time to themselves. I can't tell you too much more, but I ask you, did it happen in Florida? Uh, this is. Uh, this can't be this country. <laughs> this is a. This is a. This is a troubling story. <laughs> it's a real story. So the guards and the inmates were having key parties, and the guards were the ones orchestrating it. This is one sexy prison, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there was actually, and this is a real part it's of really it. Really, the longest yard in there. Oh, I got a kiss. <laughs> there was there was one um, guard who once it was discovered kind of by an outside source what was going on and i guess that this person realized they were going to get in trouble they said i refuse to work the rest of my shift unless we carry out the intended acts really yes threaten to go home on the spot leave them short-staffed i'm gonna say not florida okay wow feels south american to me this could be the first time that you've ever stumped me i have no clue no feel for the story hey you say key party all i i I mean you're, you're Brock Purdy go with, you're Brock go in the rain Dave. right now. I'm, I'm real more focused on like that Dave's been kicked out of the key party circuit, okay. and now he's going to have to go back to Wegmans with the upside-down pineapple. That's where he's going to end up. I think he knows a lot more than he thinks. Th- i, I got to be honest. Is Wegmans a place for the upside-down pineapple, you think? I would love to be invited to a key party. Who we know. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to partake, but I would just like the invitation. No, the right, yours, uh, would the, yours would be the keys that people were avoiding. No. <laughs> Well, when you talk about rig- rigging the system, oh, very generous. <laughs> Are you now? Yeah. You seem too eager for this. He's going to be invited. Nana. Dave's got his name on his keychain. <laughs> Pick me. I I get like the keys that you that like the gas station has. <laughs> they have to be picked first. No, it's like a big giant. It's a big giant skeleton key. Yeah. That you pick. 
Uh, I'm gonna say me, I'll go with me. I'll go with Dave. Not, I'm gonna say not Florida. All right, Raymond. Uh, I'll also say not Florida. Europe, South America. <sighs> Dave, <gasps> Belgium. Oh, let's go. That's well done. That's by Europe. You. That's good work by you, Dave. You went international. You yep. swung big, and you were rewarded because. You know a little too much about key parties. Uh, that is Knobs and DF, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Who oh, I got a kiss! The gods! How got rampant you? are key parties? Like, how how many exist? I had a buddy guy just uh, not too long, a couple months ago, got invited to one. Really? Yeah. Now, do they do they invite you as, it like, is it is it up front? Is there full disclosure? Yep. Like, we, we're, we're having a key party. And we'd like you to go. That's what happened, yeah. Wow. Did he go? No, he gave, last second he pulled out. So he so he thought about going. Oh, he got himself all prepped up, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> heard that, right. I heard that, Rick. I heard that, Rick. He got himself all prepped up. Now, did his wife stand in the way of, I, I don't want to go? Who's the one that said no? No, no, he was going. They, they, he was invited as a single. <gasps> really? See, I'd like that. I didn't know that that was an option. I'd, I'd like someone to look at me and say, that's the guy we want at the key party. Yeah, but here's the risk. You, okay, here's the risk. You run with that part, though. I, I think if you go as a single, there's a there's a chance. I don't oh, know this. Oh for sure. yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. We don't yeah, wear a that. third wheel. We don't. That you're the kind of the you're the third you're the third wheel. You're the meat of the sandwich. I think. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is there a chance that you're a third wheel? In a um, could, could you imagine Dave showing up? That what? What do you mean? <laughs> You have to perform for an audience, Dave. No, I'm no just chance. trying to think. Like, is there, could, could it be two of the same <laughs> side that you get invited into? This is the, this is the risk Listen, you take. You're gonna be you're gonna be asked to be like the Swiss Army knife of the offense, like right. whatever they need you to do. So I'm gonna be the Debo Samuel of that key party. <laughs> I might have to run. I might have to return. I might have to catch passes. Like you don't know. I'll like you got to be willing to do anything. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, I've never been. I don't know. I you're, think that, I mean, I think. Have that's you ever been invited? Something. You're very curious. I'm, ve- I'm curious by nature. Uh, have you ever been invited? You seem extra curious. Me, no. I don't hang out in the circles that get invited to the key party. I don't think. No, neither do I. Yeah, do you so- believe in my town? Without saying it, please. <laughs> do you believe in my town <laughs> that there are that, like active yes. key parties that go on? I can yes. see that being a thing in your town yeah, for sure. Do you think that they happen in your town as well? Uh, well, this one was, yeah, this one was not, not too far at all. Oh, this is just very enticing. As soon as we go to break. Rick, what is the contact yeah, information the, you, of your you friend? Are, you're a little too excited <laughs> about no. this. I just, I you are, I find you are very intriguing. You're into this. I'm not into it. I've never been involved in it. If, if you were invited, would you like swing by and just kind of watch, see what was going on? No, I would never go. I'd be too scared to go, but I would like, I'd love to be invited. It looks like we've selected your keys. Could you explain kind of what to expect? In the, I'm very generous, and uh, just picture Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd knock on the door. I'd be like, hello. I'd be like, Debo's here. <laughs> Let's get a little look, look at the traffic. <laughs> I'm the Swiss Army knife of this ski party, baby. <laughs> and I love fruit. I love that. Yeah, I like carrots. I like fruit as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bodacious. <laughs> bosom, <right>. bosom, bosom. <laughs> Does he have ED? Oh, it's so clever. Look at us. Drop your pants and hammer him, Ray. Uh, <laughs> Ray, have you ever been to a key party? Can't say that I have. Have no. you ever been invited? No. 
Do you think there's anybody in my life that I socialize with that has been to a key party? Ooh. I don't really know how you yeah, socialize. I don't, I don't with know them. enough. No, but I, like, 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 is this is this a, like what percentage of of like our area do you think has been to a key party? Now, so, now, are you playing like the percentage game? Like, so, you you have to know somebody who's right. who's been involved because exactly. you know enough people. Well, I'm just I'm I'm wondering what the uh, like how rampant is the key party? It's rampant enough. You got to know somebody. You, you have to so? know someone. Yeah, you probably know. Like, uh, listen, I, I I played with a guy who just sent himself by himself to hedonism one time because he was bored. That's like a hero, that guy. Well, yeah, he woke up. And uh, he, that, he, that's that's first... got that's got to be somebody who's 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 doing pretty well for himself. He just on a whim. You know, I'm going to hedonism. Yeah, by himself. He said he, first night he woke up the next morning he was just in a, in a jacuzzi naked. <laughs> Didn't know what happened. That's kind of worrisome, though. I, I think Wor- worrisome or unbelievable. I sure. like fruit. Debo's here. I like sure. fruit. Debo's here. I like fruit. Would I bring? Would I would I bring sliced fruit to the key party? No, no, no? Don't cheese. Bring, no, you don't bring charcuterie. <laughs> no, you Me. bring yourself. I oh. like pickles, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> <I was> gonna. <laughs> oh god, Carl and they, Queens. Oh. Good morning, Carl. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm on. Doing, uh, I wanted to propose, good man. Uh, I know this is this has been said. But a straight-up trade, Cat for for Julius. I think you for the contract you'd have to throw in um, Fournier to make it work. But I still think it's worthy of a discussion to do that. I would do that. I would definitely. Do I that. would. I would do. Rick, well, that's because you don't ha- like you'd... Julius Randle. Well, right. I'm not a Julius Randle I... guy. I, I think that the I have never seen him perform well. Thanks for the call, Carl. In the biggest of moments, and I don't trust him. That's right. Yeah. See, I don't know if I trust Carl Anthony Towns here. He's a better player than Julius Randle. I know he's a better player, but it's a better player. Is he a better player in New York with Tibbs as his head coach? I don't know. I mean, you just saw he went for how many points, and the head coach was disgusted. Right, 60-something, yeah. It was disgusted. You, but you, you would have to make that trade, no? I think it makes you a better team. I just don't know if, if he's made of what it takes to play here. But do you look at this team currently as a championship team? Uh, this iteration, no. Okay. No, but I also, I also recognize the fact that Julius Randle, you know, it's been all NBA two of the last three years. I have a question for you. Yeah. Not key party related. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask it. And you are. Uh... Oh, Michael K. sending me a nasty text. What did he say? He said, this old man would kick your ass. Oh. That's why I love Michael. He's not going to back down. Yeah, no, he shouldn't back down. Age is not a factor. He's still old, though. Imagine Dave in the bedroom with like a uh, man and a woman. And he's like, "Hey, can we let's set the mood? Hey, how about, why fine. would you lock yourself into his fifth-year option? If you don't even, <laughs> you, oh my right. God, are you all right? You carry, you carry. <laughs> why doesn't someone ask me like a little five-pack? Get me in the mood. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on ninety-eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety-eight point seven ESPN.